everyone welcome back to the fearless as fuck podcast i am your host christina lauren and i have been trying to decide of a better intro to the show and still have not thought of one we've been (laughs) sitting here for like five minutes trying to think of a better way to start this but welcome back i am really excited to be bringing you another guest on the podcast who is a total badass and one of my good friends here in las vegas her name is mika also goes by meeks she is here so give her a big welcome it's me (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Um, Mika and I met at a gym that she currently trains at and that I used to train at. So you are still a trainer at Fit Club here in Las Vegas. Fit Club, yep. Um, How long have you been at Fit Club? Pretty much since the beginning, right? I guess you can say I'm one of the founding trainers there. Founding trainers, one of the OGs. Yeah, before we even opened. So like August, it was like mid-August, I think. David um, was one of my friends that trained there. He brought me in. As soon as I saw the inside, I was like, this is this is my vibe. Yeah, like, it's cool. Totally. It's so different. For those of you who do not know what Fit Club is or have not heard of that gym here in Las Vegas, it's a vibe for sure. Just mm-hmm. different than um, a lot of other gyms. It's very unique. Yeah. And how long were you training before you went over to Fit Club? So probably about two years, I want to say, but it's always been a side gig. So um, I've been like a server bartender for like the last nine years. Um, The last four years, I was strictly just bartending. And then when I went into bodybuilding, um, that's when I started taking some clients in on the side. Awesome. I feel like we all have a little bit of the same background when it comes to like working in the industry or winding up in the fitness industry and things like that. That's awesome. So what got you into fitness? (laughs) like where do i start and confused (laughs) yeah (laughs) um all right so to back it up um i was engaged a long time ago maybe four maybe five years now i keep saying four it's probably five now um and then i just that that breakup just left me with nothing like i was kind of homeless i guess because we lived together and then um I think I had a job, but I pretty much had no money, no car, um, just complete rock bottom. And then I, you know, my confidence level was just close to zero um, because that relationship was just so toxic, took all of my energy. I felt ugly. I didn't know who I was. And so, you know, I've been introduced to the gym before, but nothing like too serious, you know. So um, fitness kind of like helped me get a little bit back in shape. Um, That's when I started gaining a little bit of confidence. And then I worked at T-Bone's um, yeah, back then, I think was that three years ago, maybe. And I had a friend that had done WBFF. Yeah. And then uh, she's the one that told me about bodybuilding. And I was like, oh, wow, that takes a lot of discipline and hard work, all of which I don't have. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I want that, you know, I want that for myself. Um, So that's so I just said, you know what, I'm going to start interviewing some coaches and I got a coach and we did our first show. That's awesome. It's always I feel like fitness is such a gateway to bettering your mental health and just your overall wellness. Yeah. I I think that was probably how it was for me too. Even before bodybuilding was an actual like competitive thing for me, but when I got into fitness, it was like I was at a really weird place Mm -hmm. and just knew I wanted better for myself. And it kind of was like an opening. And when I saw the WBFF and competing, I was like, you know what? That same thing. I'm like, that's a lot of discipline. Mm -hmm. Same thoughts too. I don't 
have very that. much of that. <laughs> so give I re- me some of that. Give how me do you some of it? that. How do I, how do I get it? And I knew, mm-hmm. I knew the habits that I wanted to create for myself. And I yeah. thought maybe this would be a good way. And what I'm finding is the more competitors that I interview and talk to, it's a, a common thing yeah. between everyone. Yeah. And I feel like uh, a lot of people say don't come into fitness looking for the things that we found. Mm-hmm. Um, a little too late for that. But yeah. honestly, it's just like once you, you know, once I was introduced, it was like, okay, let's set a goal. Let's get to the show. Whatever it takes for me to get there, I'll just learn it along the way. Right. Um, Take a little messy action in yeah, getting there. Yeah. Like on my first show, I was last call outs. Yeah. Yeah. It was really bad. But then that grew a fire in me after the show and been like, no, I got to come back. I got to get first. I got to do better at least, not first. Mm -hmm. That wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about that. I think I didn't even know how to win like in, Mm -hmm. in IFBB or sorry, in like the NPC. I didn't know that first call out, second calls. I know I knew nothing about it until I was placed dead center on my second show. And then they're like, you got first. And I was like, what "What happened? (laughs) What? I got off the stage. Roll was like, Hey, like you got first, you got center stage. I was like, how do you know? Like, Like, we're not even at finals yet. And then, uh, yeah, then that's really when things changed for me. That's awesome. So are you planning on competing still or have you hung up, (laughs) hung up the bikini? Um, I actually sold my unworn bikini, um, which I was, cause before COVID, um, I was already on prep. I think Mm -hmm. I was about five weeks out and then they canceled it finally. Um, and I was actually so relieved because it was a lot of back and forth about when the show was going to be, is it canceled? Is it not? Is it moved? So I'm like, okay, am I five weeks out or seven weeks out? Like, what's the deal? Um, and then COVID happened and, you know, after COVID, COVID, I built, uh, rebuilt like my fitness business alone, like doing that full time. Mm-hmm. And ever since, you know, I really got it off the ground and like seeing, started seeing success and seeing how many lives I'm changing. I'm like, you know, I don't got to do shows anymore. Like yeah. I don't want to kind of found the importance elsewhere. Yeah. Like if I did <clears throat> do a show, I would have to kind of scale back 50% of my business. And I don't want to do that because I want to try to help more people. Um, and I also like my weekends. I like yeah, food. You seem and, you know, so happy. I am. And I think that that's the, like the key, that's the key yeah. to success. But <laughs> I, I bring that up because, you know, I watched you go through this whole journey and I know I didn't like know you crazy well throughout the whole yeah. process, but I've seen so much shift for you in the last like year, year and yeah. a half or so. And it's mm-hmm. been really, really cool to watch. And when I was going through a really hard time, I was really inspired by you. And I was watching like for for real. And I was watching you with your morning routines and all the things that you were doing to better yourself. And I remember thinking the same thing about the whole discipline thing. I'm like, I want to be like that. Like, how can I do that? And even in that time, I remember you encouraging me and a few others to kind of start doing that and help me along the way. But I was at a roadblock myself, Mm -hmm. stuck in my own head, you know, not really sure what it was going to take to get out of that but I was always watching and I was always inspired by that and I knew that that was part of the process that was going to get me out of my funk as well and so it was so cool to be able to at least you know even though I couldn't do it then Mm kind of be inspired by those things and see how it was bettering your life which has a roller effect obviously onto your clients and the energy you put out is insane and it's contagious so keep doing what you're doing. But I wanted to go ahead and ask you about this whole process and maybe pick your brain about some things that maybe you were going through during this process, or if there was something that you can remember that was like your turnaround point that made these big shifts for you, because I know it's not easy and I've been experiencing this all of myself now after the fact. So I would love to kind of hear from your perspective, what these shifts were like for you. 
Um, so the big shift I think for me was just when I realized like, look, my business is kind of going well when Fit Club opened two months in, you know, I started getting more clients so that I'm taking a few steps forward, but then my bad habits and like, you know, the, the people that I was surrounding myself with was making me, you know, go back 20 more steps. And I feel like that's how it's been for the last like year, um, you know, taking two steps forward. 10 steps back, 20 steps back. And I was just sick and tired of it. Like I was like, no more. I don't want to do this. Like I know that I'm more, more than capable of being more, doing more, being more disciplined, being more hardworking and, you know, being that inspiration that I already was, but I needed to be more of. So I was just like, I'm done. Um, throw my hands in the air and I got a mentor and, you know, we went to work. Isn't it crazy how you just kind of get sick of your own bullshit? Yeah. And then that's the turnaround point. Yeah. Because that's the only thing mm-hmm. I can ever explain it when someone asks me that question. I'm mm-hmm. like, I got sick of my shit. Yeah. When that. you're like completely like honest. I'm finally. over myself. Yeah. Like when you're just, when you can be completely honest with yourself about what's been holding you back, that's when everything can change. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that, I mean, I can speak on my own behalf. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to look myself in the face and say this, but I made up a lot of excuses for myself uh-huh. as to why I wasn't getting where yeah. I was going. Yeah. And all of those excuses were totally yeah, BS. Like dis- they're bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And I can <laughs> dismantle all of them. Yeah. Like you'll blame, you know, the weather or you'll blame like, oh, you know, your your past issues, et cetera. Like I would I would be able to like blame it on pretty much anything except myself. And then until finally I was like, you know what? I'm the one that's holding myself back. Yeah. You're responsible. Yeah. And yeah. I have the power and I have the control to do something about it. Yeah. So. You know, my coach told me once and I didn't know how to understand it. And it was right after I had decided to go back into prep for real early this year. And I was, mm-hmm. I literally told him like, I'm, I'm over myself. I'm done with my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, welcome back. And I got on a phone call with him and he was like, you know, Christina, I think you're afraid of your own potential. Mm, and I was like, wow what? I got to understand. <laughs> I, like, I, it didn't make any sense to me because why would you be afraid of your own potential? Right. doesn't make any sense. Why would you be afraid of doing better? Or why would you be afraid of seeing what is on the other side of something you've never experienced before? Mm-hmm. But it just, it's just that whole self-sabotage thing. Like yeah. you, it's the imposter syndrome syndrome. It's mm-hmm. talking yourself out of your own dreams. And you know what? It's because it's just easy. It's, it's easier. easier to yeah. just stay comfortable and complacent and just stay right here. It's actually going to take a lot of courage to be fearless as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. Yes. <laughs> um, to actually like go out and explore and try to see, you know, what is my full potential? Yeah. So, yeah. And it is scary. And I mean, that's, it's, it's funny because that's how that whole freaking like name came about because I've never been a fearless person. Like Mm -hmm. I, I actually have dealt with anxiety and dealt with, you know, all of the things that like self deprecating thoughts and all Mm -hmm. the things that hold you back. But I, you know, when you get over it, it doesn't mean that you need to like look at things from a, I'm not scared of doing anything, but with a fearless attitude, you Mm -hmm. can accomplish a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Even if you are scared deep down inside, nothing worthwhile is ever going to be easy anyway. Right. And like, whatever they say, fail forward. I know it's cliche, but it's true. Yeah. Just keep trying, keep trying. If I didn't step out and get a mentor, if I didn't, you know, step out and launch a challenge, like I wouldn't be where I'm at. I was scared. Like December, I had almost no clients and my mentor kept saying like, we're going to push a new year's challenge. And I was just like, what if nobody signs up? I haven't even posted online about anything motivational. Like 
am I even a fitness influencer or fitness mode? Like, is anybody? It's imposter syndrome yeah. for sure. I was like, nobody even like, yeah. they're not showing love on my IG, you know? So it was like just a lot of self-doubt. And then we launched the New Year's challenge and that was the start of it all. And it just, like, if I didn't launch it, I wouldn't be where I am for yeah. real. I so would have been stuck in that shell. Do you think the the main thing that kept you from doing that was just you not thinking that not, you were the one that would be able to do something like that? Yeah, I think it was just a lot of like doubt, self-doubt. I didn't really um I didn't really realize what I'm capable of. Like yeah. I didn't like I was just scared. I you know, throughout my 20s, I kind of didn't really do much with my life. Um I have like abandonment issues, rejection issues. So I always felt that um, I wasn't I wasn't deserving of good things. Um, and so me, you know, putting me as like a personal trainer and like doing all this good stuff. I'm like, no, that's not me. I can't do that, you know. And it's just it's self doubt. Yeah, but it's 100%. all lies. It's all lies. You yeah. Know? How old are you now? Thirty one. Okay. <laughs> I I only ask because I feel the same way about my twenties, and yeah. I'll be thirty four. Yikes. I'll be 34 <laughs> next month. But I felt like a lot of my 20s, I didn't do as much as I could have. And yeah. I'm sure my friends who are listening are like, shut the fuck up, Christina. You've done so much. But in my mind, yeah. I feel like I could have done more if yeah. I hadn't had some of the self-deprecating thoughts that I had back then mm -hmm. or I truly knew my value and my worth. Yeah. And I always knew I was a good person. And I was capable of a lot of things. But I can't tell you what would go on inside my mind because it was a different story up there until mm -hmm. I kind of started dismantling this maybe in my early 30s. Mm -hmm. I would actually, even in the last like two years is when it kind of started. And after that, things took a crazy turn. And I, you know, went after goals and dreams and even a career change that I never really thought mm -hmm. I'd be worthy of. Yeah. I never thought I'd be worthy of sitting in this space that I'm yeah. in right now. And that's the importance of, you know, realizing what your value is, because when you realize your value, then you can be able to say, OK, I deserve this. Right. You know? So now, do you think that that came a lot from like relationships or just kind of like your own personal? Um, like me valuing myself. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, definitely from relationships without them, I wouldn't have felt so torn and so just worthless, I guess. Um, if it weren't for that and then so i was trying to seek now okay well what am i worth what am i what are my values um just starting to love myself again and then you know as i create like these like new habits along the way success and all that stuff it's like it's like putting you know love back into myself mm -hmm. um and it, it's hard work but it's totally worth it um and now i just kind of sit here and i'm like look i know i'm awesome nothing that anybody does phases me you're awesome i'm awesome in my own way like let's all kind of like rise up together like we're all good like nobody can really tell me anything right now I'll just yeah. be like Boop, that's good. the <laughs> best and that's that's such yeah. a cool place to be in it's yeah. such a cool place to be in because yeah. you don't think any, nothing can really rock you anymore Yeah, because you're so content with where yeah. you're at. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear more about your routines for yourself then because I think, I mean, I know them, I see them, but yeah. I think that a lot of women who come to me too, even mm -hmm. my own mentorship clients, what I'm realizing is a lot of them don't have that structure or don't even know where to start, to start loving themselves more. Yeah. And I know it's different for everyone. So I'm just asking so many other women who are in our own space to kind of share their own little things about themselves and what they've done for themselves to okay. kind of build themselves up on their own. Definitely fitness. Yes. <laughs> um, no, but really just taking care of your body, feeding it um, good food, 
uh, also like good food, like from the restaurant, you know, um, but no, like good nutritious food, um, getting enough sleep, um, just taking care of your body. I read. Um, I'm also very intact with like my spirituality. So just making sure that like I'm connected to that source. Um, and I guess just inspiring other people and just you know using my platform that I have as a personal trainer just try to you know do the next best thing and try to be there for other people and just lead with kindness and that kind of like love that you spread around definitely comes back it's to contagious you. yeah it's contagious for sure so what does your morning routine look like so when we when you met me I was on point 3 a.m. I woke yeah, up you were early early yeah. <laughs> Th these days I think like I still wake up at three I snooze till like 3 30 but work out at 4 a.m. Um, and then clients starting from five o'clock all the way down to like 6 p.m. in between my days like I have a little bit of breaks um, but a morning routine would be like waking up as soon as that alarm goes off I got five seconds before my brain tells me otherwise one two three four five spring up um, wash my face and then brush my teeth and then I I don't really tell this to people, but <laughs> I say like little affirmations in the mirror. Um, and I just kind of like remind myself that like, hey, like I got things to do today. I'm a badass. I am someone that people look up to. I am ready for today and nothing is going to get in this way in my day today you That's know awesome. so um then make my coffee meal prep and then get out of there <laughs> i love it yeah. have you ever seen that that youtube video of the little girl in the mirror it went viral a long time ago. it was a little blonde no. girl with curly hair and she's like singing in the mirror and she's like <laughs> i am so beautiful and i love this and my hair and i love my house and i love yeah. my this and you know it's so cute but yeah. You, it, whenever I see it it reminds me about how like little kids they don't they're not jaded mm -hmm. and they aren't like torn up by bad things that have happened yeah. and they can have that over like over abundant amount of positivity and mm -hmm. they can see the world and themselves in such a positive light. Yeah. I think as we grow up into our adult lives, we experience so much that it kind of like chips away yeah. at that all the trauma, at all the traumas, mm -hmm. everything. And you start forgetting. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to do the affirmations. Yeah. And it's not easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I write mine down. Sometimes I'll tell them to myself, yeah. but I had a, um, one of my mentors do like mirror work with me and it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. Like I had to look myself in the face Gosh. and really like, <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't just saying loving things. It was like saying forgiving things and, know. you know, honestly, mm -hmm. like looking at yourself and kind of like what we were talking about earlier, like yeah. getting out of your own fucking way and dropping your excuses because yeah. you actually have to look at yourself, but not many people do those kinds of things. Yeah. But on the positive side, reaffirming all those things about yourself first thing in the morning are really powerful. Yeah. And also just, um, I also forgot like journaling too. Yeah. Um, just being able to like let your thoughts out there. That's so key for me. And actually like if I'm like honing in on something that is stressing me out or causing me pain and if I write it out, I'm able to look at it and be like, okay, it's actually not that. Like, it's not as big. Yeah, it's not as big as you, mm -hmm. you think it is. Um, so just journaling definitely helps you reflect and like just sit with yourself and be more self-aware. Like, okay, why did I do this? Just dissect everything that's going on in your head um, about a situation or a person or whatnot. And typically it all leads in circles back to you. You know, There's always a root. Yeah, and it just circles back to you. It's like, all right, well, now that I wrote all of these down, I'm able to like reflect. All right, well, how can I be better? How can I do better? Um, what are the next steps that I have to take to make the situation better. Yeah. yeah. That do you have any nighttime routines you do for yourself? Um, not so much. Uh, I just make sure that my dogs are have been taken out most days. Um, 
brain dumping. Yeah. Yeah. I do that. I think on my notes, especially if I am, um, if I am going through something, I don't want to sleep with anything like clouding my head because I'm a dreamer. So I am. Too. I will dream those gnarly dreams. Yeah. Like so <laughs> vividly. And then I'll wake up like, whoa, what the heck? You know, so someone taught me about brain dumping. And so like if there's something on my head, I just write out everything, anything negative, anything even positive, just brain dump and then um, and then go to bed. And it's usually it's helped me a lot. Um, also reading. I, yeah. I try to do. You know, my mentor is always like, I'm like, I'm too tired to read. He's like, you tell me you can't read three pages. Yeah, even if it's something so, small. Yeah, so just so that you can always go to bed with a positive note. And I think that's very key. Yeah, I think it's really amazing too by implementing all these things into your routine how much it'll have on a rollover effect onto your day and how you show up yeah even for other people i'm mm -hmm. sure as a coach you show up better um if you're in a relationship i'm sure you show, show up better and yeah. things like that too world. yep yes um now as far as your business goes now what is what are the big what's the next move for you Ooh. Um, <laughs> so I think like, my next move is just like trying to expand online. Um, I really want to get my YouTube channel like up and going. I have like three episodes on there. Watch it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't know, like I sometimes just the way my day goes, I'm so tired, but then I wake up with like this, like, oh my God, I want to do this. I could record this. And then yeah. it just doesn't happen. So I just want to kind of like make some time for that. Um, just to like invade the online space also for myself to like just get in the best shape as possible um and so that way I could reach more people especially in the online world it's kind of like you sell yourself right pretty much like yeah like I can't be you know I can't not look the part and then try to sell it doesn't work you know a program online so um definitely if I'm good the business is good and so the next step for me is just to level level myself up and that way my business just levels up along with me that's awesome do yeah. you have any struggles with social media um, as, and not as far as like business goes and yeah. like funneling and any of that, but oh, yeah. as a female or as like an influencer, um, does social media affect you in any negative way? Do you have a hard time with it or um, is it pretty easy for you? Actually, lately it's been really easy just because I've kind of, um, before there was so much pressure post every day, make sure you're hashtagging this to be seen and all that. I've honestly just gave up like the pressure. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. Like if there's a day where I don't feel like posting, I'm not going to post. There might be a week where I'm not posting and it's because I'm going through something or maybe I yeah. just didn't feel like it. And that's okay. Your followers will still follow you and I still have business coming in. So it's all right. So in that sense, like not really, um, I'm not as much as it seems like I'm on there. I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you said that though, because I felt that pressure for a long time too. Yeah. But what I also realized as well is it's a very like masculine way of just like push, mm. push, push, yeah. hustle, do this, do this, do this, mm. perfectionism, this and that. And it doesn't like, I don't think that settles well with someone like you and I, who is a little yeah. bit more intuitive and just yeah. like empathetic and yeah. just, we, I don't know. I noticed I did better when I would pull back when I was feeling a certain kind of way. Yeah. Cause it's like, I'd rather show up like 100% yes. than show up half halfway you know yeah. what I mean so it's like sometimes I'll just be sitting there like writing my caption and it would take me 30 minutes that's when I'm like you know what today is not, not the, the day, day. <laughs> so then I'll draft it and then the next morning I'm like doo, 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 doo. like yeah. I just go and then it's done in like a minute and that's when you know you're in the flow yeah so I just stopped putting pressure on myself 
um, and just like like I say, if it doesn't flow, let it go. Yeah, yeah. it's true. That I think that applies everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I used to. I thought that that struck like that structure was the way that was good for me with mm-hmm. it as well. And it, I realized it wasn't. It put so much pressure, and not to mention for a long time. And it was probably back when I didn't really understand myself too. Mm-hmm. Um, social media was very intimidating to me. And showing up was intimidating. And I always had that imposter syndrome kicking in. Like, mm-hmm. who am I to be doing this? Like, the mm-hmm. who are my thoughts? But mm-hmm. once that was eradicated, things mm-hmm. just like, like you were saying earlier, you got into this space where you're just like, I nothing can really shake me because I'm yeah. doing exactly what I want to do, showing yeah. up how I want to be showing up. Mm-hmm. And the people that I'm trying to reach, it's reaching them. And that's yeah. what matters at the end of the day. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Another thing too, it's just like when I feel like I'm doubting myself the most, especially on Instagram and say, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to be real with my audience. And I'll post like, hey guys, I'm going through some things. You know, my depression really sucks today. Like, I'm sorry. Not really. I'm sorry. But you know, um, just like, hey, this is really what's going on crazy thing is I get more responses to that and they'll be like hey like I'm I I relate to you like you have changed my life and thank you for just being this real person on Instagram and I was just like you know what hey that's where my confidence started building up with just being raw and honest and real with my with my uh, Instagram transparency it's huge and I remember I really applaud people who post like that and I've it's hard I've I've been in those positions I actually just posted like last week that I was that way I was like I'm fucking struggling yeah like I'm struggling but you'll you'll be surprised at like how many people that can reach and how many people can actually like kind of help you and be like hey it's okay like yeah. I got you bro like you're awesome reminding you it's not like I don't post these things to get that it's just like look this is what I'm going through I just want you guys to know that like I'm human too and I go through these things as much as social media wants to just you know show the good stuff like no it's not all good yeah and, and that's it just is, life yeah it is yeah. and it's like you said it's relatable and it yeah. is hard to get honest sometimes the more honest you are I think the more you attract the right kinds of people yeah. and I want to see more of that so bad so it's so nice when people kind of break the cycle of yeah. perfectionism and be like you know mm-hmm. what this is this is a, this is what it is right now, yeah. and you know I'm here wow. and I'm showing up, and that right. that will encourage someone else to show up, to show up. the same yeah. way too. Yeah. So I, I applaud you for yeah, that. Yeah, I don't care if one person is touched by my by my story. At least there's that one person, you know, and that's all I think about really. And there's usually always one person. There is, <laughs> and, so, and sometimes myself. you don't even know like yeah. who you're inspiring or who you're, you're watching. Like, I didn't know like, you were watching me. You know I know, I mean? and that's what I'm telling you. I'm like, like I, it made an impact on me, especially yeah. back then. And there, you know, I've told different people the same things um, along my journey. I'm like, you know, you made, you did this. I don't know if you know this, but, mm-hmm. and you know, also telling the people that you telling the people that have inspired you that as well kind of reaffirms it. Yeah. I mean, I even told my mentor that and she got all emotional and I'm like, you probably hear this stuff all the time from your clients. And she's like, it doesn't mean that I don't need to hear it Yeah. because even the people who you look up to may suffer from imposter syndrome or yeah. suffer from anxiety and depression sometimes yeah. too. So circulating all that good energy is just going to yeah. bring it back tenfold. Yeah. So, and, and I think that's why like, I'm just so happy go lucky as I am because I am that person. I'm like, Hey, you look awesome. Then they tell me I'm awesome. It's just, you know, I give up, I give off that vibe and I kind of get that vibe also. So just good vibes, man. I love day. it. <laughs> And that also repels all the bad energy as well and the yeah. bad people who don't want to be in it. Right. And hopefully it'll ri- it'll help them rise up to wanting to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. get on that wavelength as well. Right. 
and they they will they Eventually. do yeah, yeah. <laughs> they do well thank you so much for sharing your story I really appreciate it and just keep doing what you're doing because it's awesome and it's having a great effect on everyone and I will drop Mika's links below her name here on the screen so make sure you give her and fit club a follow and check it out if you guys are ever here in las vegas and like always if you guys have something you'd love us to talk about here on the fearless as fuck podcast make sure to drop it in my dms i am always open to talk and until next time we'll see you soon Thank you guys so much for listening to the Fearless As Fuck podcast. It is my intention to continue to bring you uplifting, empowering, and overall inspiring interviews to help you continue to thrive and truly understand how to step into your power just like I did. I am so honored you have taken the time to listen and I'd love to connect with each and every one of you. Don't forget you can find me on Instagram and YouTube at Christina.Lauren and at the Fearless AF podcast. And on YouTube, you can search Christina Lauren, The Fearless Collective. Don't forget to subscribe and share and leave a review. I would love to know what you guys think of the podcast and also some thoughts on topics you would like me to cover and guests you would like to see on The Fearless As Fuck podcast. I'll see you next time.